Living with Maida Lee. Living with Maida Lee. Living with Maida Lee. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of series 3 of Living with Maidley. Uh, this is the second of a two-parter. Uh, we did UK politics last week. Uh, this week it's US politics. I'm joined by Liam, who's done most of the research for this. Um, how are you doing, sir? Yeah, oh, no, Well, we'll give it the game away because in the fir- in the last episode, we said we were going to do two in a row, like record these two episodes in a row. So yeah. it looks like that, you know, we're just kidding people, aren't we? We're liars, like most politicians. Yeah, so this is going to be the second part, focusing on American politics. As as you say, I've the, the word research is used very loosely. I've I've looked at some YouTube clips. So yeah, I just want to say gonna... by the way, just before terrible intro this from us, but um, there's no mainly news this week. So I'm not here. I'm here well, now. We, yeah, but should we should we try and sort of guess what? I'm going to predict that he said something and some people want him out of a job. Well, every single day I go on Twitter, someone says, can we just fucking sack Maidley, please? I've had enough of him. So. Yeah, so we he said something. It's probably a bit shocking, probably a little bit unintentional how he meant it. And yeah. I'm sure lots of people are outraged. So that's this yeah. week's Maidley news. That's this week's Maidley news. Right, on to US politics, Liam. What have you got for me? So you did a, a timeline for me last week or last week's episode. I've not gone into quite as much detail as that, to be honest. Um, what I've done is I've, I've focused on the two main men. So you've got the two big guns, which are George W. Bush and Donald J. Trump. Yes. So I'll do them chronologically. We're going to start with George W. Bush. But before that, it seems like I kind of have to mention it because it's almost fate. So I'm going to start with actually the latest U.S. president, which is Donald. Uh, sorry, which is uh, I want to say Jeremy Biden. What's his name? Uh, Biden. What's his fucking name? <laughs> uh, I'm not Mark Joe. Biden. Joe Biden. Joe. <laughs> That's mad that we both forgot that. Jeremy I mean, that Mark Biden. Almost sort of tells a story of <laughs> kind of how what's memorable he is, doesn't it? Imagine, but imagine Paxman doing that. What's his, what's his, what's his name? Man? Right, I'm going to send you a clip from today. I asked you to try and stay away from Twitter for the last yeah. sort of hour and a half, couple of hours. Um, not, not that I'm suggesting you're on there every minute of every day, but uh, this uh, <laughs> this is a clip from today. So Joe Biden has been out on a bike ride, probably some sort of charity or good event, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> watch the video I've just sent you, and it's a it's a high speed. It's not funny that he's fallen off his bike, but the the actual video is very funny. The funniest part about the video, (laughs) he actually falls at the point where he stops. (laughs) That's what's so funny. (laughs) He comes riding back around with his big helmet on and uh, stops his bike and then falls so slowly to the ground. I mean, he's an old man. I, you know, I, I wish him well. I hope he's not injured. But I love the United States. You're talking about him like he's some sort of guy in a care home. Well, that video makes it look like he should be. But yeah, oh. it, I, I had to mention it. It's come up today. Brilliant. Love it. So George W. Bush, let's start here. I mean, this was kind of what we're talking about. We mentioned in last week's episode that the Tony Blair era was when we became aware of politics. Mm. 
I kind of tie in George W. Bush with this in my mind. Yeah, well, they were very much a team, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, he actually came in a little bit later, which I, I didn't realise. He was he was the 43rd US president. He came in in 2001 mm. and served two terms. So 2009 uh, was his, his last serving year as US president, mm. the Republican candidate. So he's one of these guys, and I suppose Trump you could put like in, in the same bracket, but I see George W. Bush as a slightly more likable version. He's almost like your sort of bumbling uncle or granddad or something. Mm. And and this is this is the most powerful man in the world. I mean, it, it's crazy how many how many clips I could have looked at this. I started looking. I actually ended up running out of time a little bit for the Donald Trump research because I was watching so many clips of George W. Bush. Just I, I mean, I, I remember there were posts you could buy in Virgin Megastore, and it was just you know those massive. You know, used to have those posters like we used to flick through massive posters. Yeah, yeah. And they were just these quotes. I remember me and Brendan, obviously, you know, just absolutely pissing ourselves reading them out. Um, I don't want to say them now in case you've got them on your. I don't want to spoil it, but well, yeah. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with two of the big hitters, which and we've talked about before, and I'm hopefully you may well have heard of some of these. I'm hoping to surprise you with a couple of them. Um, but the first one, probably the most iconic and my favourite, I think. And I know you know about this, but I'll send you the clip now so you can watch it live. There's an old saying, Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee. That says, "Fool me once." Shame on, shame on you. It fooled me. We can't get fooled again. That's my favourite, I think. I think because there's so the, the many best bit is, about. I mean, we've said it loads of times, this, but sorry, yeah, go on, go on, because I've kind of, I love this. I think the, the best, well, the best bit is how he's obviously lost his way halfway through. How positively he ends it. You fooled, you can't get fooled again. And like, there's like a rapper sign. Do you know what I mean by a rapper sign? Like, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> I, I love how there's so much in this one little clip. So it starts, there's an old saying in Tennessee. And then it says, well, it's in Texas, so I presume it's in Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I like it in itself. But then, the, obviously, you need to watch the video for this. I'm sure most people listening have heard it. But it's the fear in his eyes when, and there's quite a few clips like this, he gets so far into it. And he has no idea where he's going with it. And I love the yeah. pause before he just jumps in with, you, fool, you, you can't get fooled again. You're fooled, you can't get fooled again. I love that. It's one of my favourite ever clips, that. You're fooled, you can't get fooled again. And then <laughs> that, that sort of takes us into the, the next one, which I'm sure you're aware of, which it's another really iconic one. It's the all in the delivery again. Uh, this is the next clip. Our enemies are innovative and resourceful. And so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. I love this clip because I love how smug he is. I love like the smugness. Obviously, you can't see you smile on a podcast, but he's like, and neither will we. <laughs> he's so good. <laughs> yeah, so so they're, they're the kind of the two start ones that we've all heard. Yeah. And this one, this is another one which I don't think in this particular environment he could have won. This is straight after the 9-11 attacks. Um, he's, he's trying to condemn terrorism, but he's also just wants to get on with his game of golf. So this is the oh, next yeah, yeah. clip from uh, George W. Bush when he speaks to media at a golf course. We must stop the terror. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank, Thank you. you. Now watch this drive. 
Absolutely phenomenal. Do you know the other thing I think is funnier in terms of golf? Have you ever, obviously going off, uh, going, going on to tangent, have you ever seen the Viz magazine where how to carry on playing golf uh, during a nuclear fallout? No, I don't think I have. No. It's absolutely amazing. He's like, he goes, um, but he says something along the lines of just because people are dying doesn't mean it shouldn't be able to, it shouldn't put you off your game and all this sort of stuff. And he goes like, you may grow an extra head and nobody likes another person looking over the shoulder as they're playing golf. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's it. So check that out. It's amazing. Uh, Viz Magazine Golf, anyway. Right, so next clip. You may have heard this one before. I hadn't until I came across it in my research earlier today. So this is the next clip. I love this. I love this as a summary of He's sort of explaining how... You know, he became president, but things didn't. It wasn't a smooth road. Things didn't go to plan. Here's the clip. A year ago, my approval rating was in the 30s. My nominee for the Supreme Court had just withdrawn. And my vice president had shot someone. (laughs) (laughs) I've not seen that one before. Vice president shot someone. (laughs) Vice president shot someone. (laughs) Brilliant. Uh, and just because it's in the same video, and by the way, like, you know, these have just been taken from uh, YouTube clips that already exist. So uh, we're going to I'm going to share all the uh, all the clips and where they come from. So this one is brilliant. It's not going to translate too well to the listeners, but the way that hopefully people can can realize how funny it is, is because I'm, I'm going to leave your reaction to it as you watch it. He's doing a live debate and he, he sort of jumps in to answer a question. And he's told he's getting towards the answer. He's got 30 seconds to get his answer in. And <laughs> listen to his answer, or rather lack of. And it looks like his screen's frozen, but it hasn't. He's still blinking and the other guy's still moving. Right, play the clip. <laughs> this must have been edited. No, no, it's not. It's, it's so funny. He jumps in. I mean... <laughs> Of all the clips, I'd say try and watch this one. This is in uh, it's a video that I've got called Funny George W. Bush Bloopers. Did I say those words? I'm going to post it uh, in the link. <laughs> and it, it was posted by the one that I've got is by Helga Moen. Um, I don't know where the original footage is from, but I'm sharing where we found it from. It, it's, <laughs> he doesn't know what to say, so he just says nothing. He just freezes with a completely blank expression for the full 30 seconds. I've never Absolutely seen amazing. What I don't get with that, I, it's like he's been fixed. It's like someone's like froze him on purpose. What's he doing? Why is he just... <laughs> well, I thought his screen was frozen, but he's moving and blinking. He's on Kerry, isn't it, I think he's up against? Yeah, him. and he's yeah. just moving around really normally. He looks like more awkward than Bush. Bush is just blinking into camera. <laughs> and uh, same video, so we'll jump straight onto the next one. Um, this is where... Somebody's obviously trying to catch him out, a journalist. So they're asking him questions to try and catch him out. Um, but as ever, he, he bats them away with, with style. Can you name the president of Chechnya? No, can you? General, I can't name the general. And it is. General. Prime Minister of India? Uh, the new Prime Minister of India is... Uh, uh, no. <laughs> it's like Brendan. Huh? What's that? Yeah, just walk away. If you're not sure, just walk away. Turn and walk uh, away. And, I love, I love uh, how there's, there's another really good bit. This is this is maybe my favourite one because it's a little bit like the King Gimp Fooled Again one, but I've never heard this one before, so I love this one. I think 
tide turning, I see, as I remember, I was raised in the desert, but tides kind of, it's easy to see a tide turn. Did I say those words? <laughs> Did I say yeah. those words straight after? Brilliant. I love how there's no filter. It's a bit like mainly, isn't it? Like, just yeah, sort of, he's that just kind of, he is, yeah, it ties into last week's mainly news, which is, he just he just says what he's thinking, which is, is bad enough for a sort of TV breakfast presenter, but president, it's a bit of a crazy thing. Yeah. And yeah. The, the last bit yeah. I've written down, I'm not going to play the clips, it's not that loud, but <laughs> again, he's just like a teenager or something. He's just watched the Pope give a speech and stands up and shakes his hand and says, thank you, your holiness. Awesome speech. <laughs> awesome speech. <laughs> to the Pope. Yo, yeah. I, one of my favourite Bush things is, do you remember when Kanye West said, George Bush does not care about black people? Uh, during yeah. uh, after Hurricane Katrina, George Bush said that was the worst moment of his presidency. Bear in mind, you were president during 9/11. <laughs> but he said that was his worst. But they asked him what's your worst moment as president? Because probably when Kanye West accused me of being racist. <laughs> what? Oh. Yeah. So anyway, there we go. That, that takes us to the end of the George W. Bush clips, and then it's time to move on to you know what, whatever you think about him and his politics. The the very entertaining Donald J. Trump. Yes. So he was the 45th president from 2017 to 2021, a Republican. And he sort of comes the other side of the Obama sandwich. So you get Bush, Obama and then Trump. Yeah. Um, obviously beat Hillary Clinton and then was replaced by Joe Biden. I love, by the way, just before you go into the clips, I hope it's not one of yours, is I, I, I imagine most of the clips you're going to play gaffes by Trump. But I do think it's a fantastic line. Do you know when he's debating with Hillary Clinton? Yeah. And she said, if you were president, and he goes, if, if I were president, you'd be in jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't I got that. That's a genuinely good line to prepare to him. <laughs> it is, it's brilliant, yeah. Um, Donald Trump, let's move on to his clips then. So so the first clip I've got for you, again, you could pick as many as you want. Um, I'll just skim through this, some this, this is one where I'm glad you did the US because I think I could have done probably seven hours on Trump, to be honest. Yeah, I have restricted myself. Like I said, I, I got lost in a few George W. Bush videos watching them. So I've Just before we Trump go into ones. your first clip, by the way, have you ever seen how Donald Trump drinks a bottle of water? Yeah, I mean, it's funny, actually. That, on some of these clips, that is shown as the funniest clip because it is crazy. Oh, really? Because he drinks a lot like I used to drink a pint. Like, both hands. Like, he's, always, he's struggling, isn't he, to, like, to get into his mouth? Yeah. Right, so, first clip. <laughs> I love, I love how he deals with people. He hates being questioned and he thinks so much of himself. So this is where a, a journalist asks him, well, puts it to him that actually, do you know what? You might not be very humble. So this is the first clip. You're not known to be a humble man, but I wonder. I think I am actually humble. I think I'm much more humble than you would understand. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. I mean, I hope you're not going to lie. I, I love how you, it's a bit like this where he always says stuff like, Nobody knows more about whatever than me. Do you know what I mean? Everything. Funny you should say that. So. Oh, sorry. Go on. Yeah, no. The next clip that I've got, because I think it follows perfectly on from that, is a collection. And I, I can't play all this because there's just simply too many to play. So yeah. I'll play you a collection of him basically telling us that. And I love how often he uses the phrase, nobody knows better than me. Nobody knows more <laughs> about it than me. So this is a very long co collection. I'll finish it on my favourite one, I think. 
Nobody knows this stuff better than me. Nobody knows more about taxes than I do and income than I do. Nobody, Nobody knows, knows more about, about construction, construction than I do. Nobody knows more about campaign finance than I do. Nobody knows consultants better than me. I know more about drones than anybody. Nobody knows much more about technology, this type of technology, certainly, than I do. Nobody knows more about technology than me. I know more about technology than anybody. Nobody in the history of this country has ever known so much about infrastructure as Donald Trump. I know the H-1B. I know the H-2B. Nobody knows it better than me. I know more about ISIS than the generals do believe. Nobody understands the press, but I think I understand them as well as anybody. I mean, I know these people much better than you do. I understand things. I comprehend very well, okay? Better than, I think, almost anybody. And by the way, who knew the other side of the picture better than me? I knew it. Nobody knows more about environmental impact statements than me. And I think I know more about the environment than most people. I know a lot about wind. I know a lot about wind. Yeah, I know windmills very much. I've studied it better than anybody. And I know a lot about wind. <laughs> What's he talking about? Have you got to the windmills, bit? Yeah, I know a lot about wind. I know a lot about wind. <laughs> Yeah, there's loads. I've trimmed that down, actually. There's there's loads, loads more than them. Um, I think w- the next one I'm going to play is actually something a, a, a friend of the show, Eggie's, sent to you, which I had not seen before, actually, and I didn't know he was okay, famous for this. Yeah. But it's the number of times he says bing, bing, or bing, bing, bing. So this is a collection of him saying bing, 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 basically. I love it. I love it. I'm sitting there tweeting, bing, bing, bing. You press a button, bing, bing. They all hand you checks, bing, 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 bing. We had our beautiful Marine standing there, bing, 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 bing. You know, the old days, bing, bong. You know, with the map, bing, bing, bing. Little mouth on him. Bing, 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 the cleaning up, fix up, bing, 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 14-point plan, bing, 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 Anthony Weiner, you know, the little bing, 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 everyone's attacked me, has gone, bing, everyone else, bing, where have they gone, bing, wow, what a tackle, bing, playing cards, bing, 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 those tunnels, bing, boom, right under the toilet, bing. I love that. Obviously, you've not played the, the full lot. I think it's on for about 15 minutes, that video. He, he describes everything as bing. So bing, bing, bing. bing. I'm just going to do that bing, bing, bing. He also says, I'm not going to play the clip, but he also says billions and billions and billions and billions all the time. I don't know if you noticed, by the way, or if anybody listening did. I don't know if you played the clip I sent you. So to be fair, you might not have had chance. But mm-hmm. for anybody listening, I did drop uh, a couple of bing bings from Crazy Frog right in the middle of there, just to just kind of <laughs> tie it in. So bing, yeah, bing, yeah. Because <laughs> as I listened to it, it, did make me think of that. But bing 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 bong bong. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, apparently something that he's famous for, which, which I didn't know. Uh, another thing that he's famous for is uh, is how many mates he's got, how many friends he's got. So here's a collection of Donald Trump telling us about all of his friends. I have many friends, many, many friends. All of my friends, so many. Steve, I see over here. Marco Rubio is a very, very good friend of mine. Tom Brady's a friend of mine. My friend Elton John. George Steinbrenner was a good friend of mine. Howard Stern was a friend of mine. We've been friends for a long time. A friend of mine's a great manufacturer. A friend of mine's a great excavator. I have a friend who builds plants. I have friends that are reporters. A friend of mine is in law enforcement. My best friends have become fire marshals. The generals have become very good friends of mine. My biker friend. A friend who's a doctor. A friend is a farmer. I know the insurance companies. They're friends of mine. I have many friends that are liberal, and I think they're wonderful people. I have friends that are wonderful business people. I have friends that are very wealthy people. Friends of mine go bankrupt. I have many, many friends who are women. I have some very smart friends who don't agree with me. I had a friend who's a very smart guy and a very streetwise guy. A friend of mine. 
I want. I love how he always does. Like he has to add something all the time. So like I'll say, I don't know. I, I know Liam, great, great guy, beautiful guy, fantastic guy, great guy, fantastic beard, brilliant guy. Yeah, he has to go somewhere. Like, I know yeah. him. Yeah. What did you have for your tea sandwich? Great sandwich, full sandwich, lots of flavour. Great, great, best, beautiful best sandwich. Best yeah, he's he's brilliant and. I think, you know, I'm not going to keep playing hundreds and hundreds of clips. It's getting, well, of course it's clip heavy because that's all the research I've done. But <laughs> I'm, uh, I love this particular clip and it's probably something everybody's seen in the news. But it's this thing that, it's not an act. I think he does think he knows everything better than everybody. Yeah. And I love when the kind of coronavirus was hitting. You know, obviously it's a, it's a really serious thing, but he kind of latched on to some thing that he thought he'd heard about. Well, he'll have to hear the clip, but he, he thinks he might have got a couple of solutions as to how to solve it. He thinks he knows better than the doctors. But he's implying this, that this doctor sat there, and, and you have to see the clip to get this part of it. It's funny without it. But yeah. the horror on her face when he's sort of rambling on about his solutions. So this is the next clip of how he thinks he might be able to crack the coronavirus. We hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light. And I think you said... That hasn't been checked, but you're going to test it. And then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, which you can do either through the skin or uh, in some other way. And I think you said you're going to test that too. Sounds interesting. Right. And then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection inside or or? almost a cleaning because you see it gets on the lungs and it does a tremendous number of the lungs so it'd be interesting to check that so that you're gonna have to use medical doctors with but it sounds it sounds interesting to me so we'll see but the whole concept of the light the way it kills it in one minute that's uh, that's pretty powerful i would like you to speak to the medical doctors to see if there's any way that you can apply light and heat to cure you know, that if you could, and maybe you can, maybe you can't. Again, I say maybe you can, maybe you can't. I'm not a doctor, but I'm like a person that has a good, you know what. Deborah, uh, have you ever heard of the, uh, the uh, heat and the light relative to certain viruses? Yes, but relative to this virus? That is a treatment. I mean, certainly fever yeah. is a good thing when you have a fever. It helps your body respond. What I love about that is it's like... He's round like a table of like fellow medical like people. He's like, going, have you ever thought about that? It's like me going into your work. I don't really know what you do and saying, hang on, Liam, have you thought about doing it this way? Like, I don't know what you did. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but he's, you know, he's absolutely convinced he's the cleverest man in every room, and it's not. Do you know, what, do you know what he reminds me of? And he, I, this is only just like hit me as we've been playing these clips. It's like if Mike Parry was president of the United States. <laughs> Which would be a great thing, actually. Um, Imagine Trump was uh, president of Major Charles got a couple of good clips, actually, this week. Uh, like you said, something about his flip-flops, and there was another good one he came out with this week. Mm. But, yeah, so, sorry, yeah, you're right. It is, it is like Imagine just Mike Parry is prime minister and Donald Trump is president. They'd be but, challenging him to a boxing match, wouldn't they? Oh, Parry? they'd never get on. Well, I think you're on, Donald. I, I, I do. No, 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 you're wrong. I know your friend, Mike Graham. Great guy, beautiful guy, gross concrete, great guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, you know, that I'm kind of going to wrap it up there because there is a lot more that I can play. I think because there's a lot more recent. I mean, there's, there's one that's really good. It doesn't work as a video because you need to see the video. But 
he's telling a, a massive crowd of people about uh, they played this clip of me walking down a ramp like an old man, very icy ramp, uh, no handrail. Offset, yeah. And he says, uh, if you notice, all the clips cut just before the last 10 meters. I run down that ramp. I run down the ramp. <laughs> it shows him. He, he just sort of really slowly walks off and just steps off at the end. Run, I ran down the ramp. There's, there's loads, you know, if, if you want to. If you want to kind of go down the rabbit hole, rabbit hole, rabbit, rabbit hole, hole, rabbit hole. <laughs> I want to go down rabbit hole, get the sound into tinted. Uh, um, yeah, there's what? loads, there's loads of both. There's trush, tr- I can't speak. There's Trump, there's Bush. There's everything out there that you want to find. I'm, I'm explaining to people about what YouTube is, aren't I? Yeah, there's a cracking new website called YouTube. <laughs> Great website. I know more about, no one knows more about YouTube than I do. Great <laughs> website, got all the videos. Um, what I we obviously started this episode with that clip about Biden and obviously Trump and Bush. That means like three out of the last four presidents have not just been gaff prone. Boris is gaff prone. Uh, Cameron to a degree, you know, may, but they were nothing like those three. I don't think. I don't even think Boris is gaff prone in the way Trump was and Bush was. No, I don't think so. I mean, Trump. I don't know much about politics in general, certainly not American politics, but he just seems so incompetent. I mean, I I, I don't know. He's, I like him. I know people don't because he's dangerous, but if you take away mm. the fact that he's... You like the, the chaos, country, the chaos with Ed Miliband. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've not even mentioned, actually. I mean, actually, I, I was going to wrap up the clips, but I suppose we should play... Again, this is it's outrageous, but I love it. So, uh, Kim, Kim Jong-un... Uh, leader oh. of North Korea, obviously a dangerous guy. Everybody's very wary of dealing with him. This is how Trump refers to him. The United States has great strength and patience, but if it is forced to defend itself or its allies, we will have no choice but to totally destroy North Korea. Rocket Man is on a suicide mission for himself. <laughs> and then he actually <laughs> tweeted after that, because that Kim Jong-un had said something about he has the nuclear button on his desk and he's not afraid to use it or something. So, you know, I mean, potentially real kind of risk of escalation of a very serious situation. Mm. Donald Trump's response was something like, uh, he needs to remember, I have the button on my desk. My button's bigger than his and I'm, I'm, mine works. I mean, yeah. that's, that's what a ridiculously childish response to a kind of loose threat of nuclear war. It's absolutely, it's just, it's just outrageous that, I mean, as you said, you, you, I can see what you mean by liking him in the sense that it's a lot duller without him. I have to be, I, yeah, I, I, that, that's exactly it. You know, I, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily like him to, to run the country that I lived in. Yeah. I mean, I think it's in a way we can look from afar to a degree. I don't know we take a lot from American stuff, but we can look from afar and laugh at it. But I do remember obviously when the riots happened. And I thought, I can't wait to see what Trump, and it's horrible this, because people actually died in it, but I wanted to know what, what Trump were going to say about it. And any yeah, normal yeah. person, not even politician, would have said, you know, this. I condemn this completely, you know, I don't agree with it. What he's, his first line was, we won, we know we won. And you're like, what are you doing? You're fucking yeah. mad. Like, exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, he is dangerous. Uh, you know, uh, like is uh, hard to describe, but I find him entertaining. I look forward to the headlines. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I suppose you could say the same about Boris, who, who I don't actually find as likable. So, 
He's not a yeah. funny Boris. I mean, he's, he's probably more witty than Trump to a degree because um, he can be genuinely quite funny. I think David Mitchell said he, he, he wish he had he was good at being a prime minister as he had good wit or whatever. But um, I don't think he's. I don't think Boris is the big idiot that people say he is. I think he plays a role, which everyone knows. I'm not saying any new ground by that. I think he, he plays a role in this like bumbling fool. He's like, well, what he thinks people like, and he's winning elections and winning mayors and stuff. I think this is Trump. I think this is Trump 24-7. Yeah. So that was effectively a clip show, wasn't it? That was my take on American yeah. politics. And this ending is actually being recorded after you're now back from Glastonbury. Um, yes. Back, he came um, back. He only he only bloody came back with COVID, didn't you? So Unbelievable, isn't it? Got COVID, so I couldn't really record an ending because I was... Uh, I can't really speak. It was worse this time than last time. So um, I don't think but, it was as bad as you thought. I, when I was speaking to you, you were just going <clears throat> like every few words. Nobody which, wants which to be great me. for a podcast, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So no one wants to hear me going <clears throat> all the time. But I did see today that Richard Mayley, um has got uh, something in the Express, uh, an article in the Express, which the title is "It's a bad cold. We must stop crazy COVID catastrophizing." And the entire article is basically. Madeley, an anecdote, once again, another anecdote, obviously, and it's an anecdote which starts, last week I saw a couple driving down my local high street in a beautiful vintage Morgan sports car, top down in the glorious sunshine. Straight away you got in with the classic Madeley opening line. Well, didn't he say uh, the guy's got his shirt off with a dollop of sun cream on his nose? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But he goes, what's this beside him, though? A very comprehensive anti anti COVID mask. One of those, and he goes on anyway. But basically, the entire story. The reason he wants to do away with masks is because he tried to get into a mini bar when they were um, on holiday, um, and they just said they, they couldn't let him in because of COVID. And he was saying, "Look, the pandemic's over." So Richard's furious, uh, and he ends the article by saying, "Let's ditch the mask and open the damned mini bar." So you know, basically, Richard's telling me to get on with it, and I, I think I'm gonna have to take his advice and just get on with it. Yeah, so that's what we've done. We've got on with it. Um, yeah, and, and like I said, we'll be back back to normal, a bit clip-heavy. That It was just one that I could put together while you were away. Um, yeah. I thought it was decent, though. Some clips I've not heard before. And we need to, because we skimmed through the start bit, we, we need to sort of touch on a bit of feedback we've had. So yeah. thank, thanks, everybody. Uh, Berlin Blade sent us a really nice message. It kind of prompted what we're going to do next week. We'll get to that in a minute. Any feedback you want to you want to bring up? Uh, Adam Follett, uh, obviously we've just done the uh, the UK politics one the week before. Um, I've never seen this before. Have you seen it? I'm just going to play the clip. This is Ed Miliband uh, basically trying to, I suppose, audition to be a member of a... He's trying to do like a heavy metal scream, isn't he? Yeah, so he basically he's trying to be a, a member of Napalm Death, and this is the clip. You're going to try and help me to sort of do a bit of this extreme metal is that right yeah if you like go on yeah. Yeah. then you got to force it up through the throat yeah feel it in the throat yeah, yeah. right that wasn't me and that was very lips. easy for that me that was him <laughs> just do it again and i'm gonna try uh, uh, let me let me have a go once more with feeling do you do it once more and then i'm gonna do it yeah, brilliant. Uh, it, the, the worst uh, death metal scream. The death metal, heavy metal, whatever they are anyway. And when he, he said that as well, do you, uh, you think I'm tough enough? Damn right I'm tough enough. <laughs> like, it just sounded like the least tough man in the world. But 
like I said last week, I do like, I do, I've got a soft spot, for, uh, soft spot for Ed. And obviously I went to Glastonbury, so I've been radicalised by the left anyway, I don't know, so, um, over there. But, uh, yeah, and Berlin Blade obviously sent us a message, and he doesn't like how I pronounce I-E-V, which means I'm just going to say it more and more often, to be honest. I-E-V, yeah, it, it seems... I-E-V. I-E-V. That's almost like Geordie, isn't it? I-E-V. I-E-V pet. Um, yeah, so I will continue saying that as many times as I possibly can. And yeah, we obviously people send us stuff quite a lot, and we get odd clips and ideas from stuff. But but Berlin Blade has sent us a, a treasure trove of stuff we can have a look at. So I don't even know if yeah. I've told you about everything that's in the. No, no, you said he sent a message. Yet. I've not I've not seen it yet. No, no, because obviously I've not really spoke to you much. So yeah, some some good clips and some good ideas. And actually, he's definitely on our wavelength because some of his sort of ideas for future episodes I think are actually on our penciled in list. So that sounds like you're lying. It sounds like you're like well, it's very it sounds much like stuff a... I want to do, doesn't it? Yeah, it's basically. Have you ever seen off of a, a peep show where Jeremy and Superman's listen to a track? Because this, we may as well just send this off as his own because it's very much the same as we were going to do anyway. So, what was uh, Ronnie Barker's thing called? We, we discussed this, didn't we? Um, uh, Gerald, Super, Gerald Super, Wiley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Berlin Blade is is me trying to get my ideas pushed to the top of the list. Then. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. But no, yeah. Thank genuinely thanks for that. I think so. Some some stuff we we will definitely use in there. So cheers. And on to next week. So what Berlin Blade did say to us is we've done quite a few things where we've criticised things, things that we don't like. Get rid of it. We did in series one. Yeah. Um, we've done. I think we did underrated TV, which obviously that one was was things with mm-hmm. more praise. But wanted to actually hear a bit more positive stuff. So it, it ties in with something we had planned anyway. We're mm-hmm. just going to bring it forward a little bit. So we're going to do our favourite sketches next week. Yeah, um, so I've got some stick enough for slagging off the fast show. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm walking wise as well. Yeah, so this is where I'm going to say, all right, I didn't like that, but this is what I like, and this is also what you should like. I think what we should probably do, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm uh, what's the word, uh, brainstorming here? Shall we pick our top five favourite sketches that you'd like to take to a desert island with you or something like that? Yeah, I suppose. That, the frustration is going to be, obviously, this is a podcast, but we're going to have to pick ones, I suppose, that are not just visual. I don't know whether I would have any. I can think of one straight away that I would probably have that won't work as a podcast clip. Is this, but, the, I'm just going to jump in, is this the big train horse thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're always banging on about that, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a horse that commits suicide and, and it writes uh, goodbye on the mirror and lipstick and it's playing the... Uh, you look wonderful tonight in the background. Right, which, yeah, the right, first time right. I saw that, I mean, I'm not I'm not laughing at the suicide, obviously, but the, the idea of a horse doing it really made me laugh. So I, I can't have that because it wouldn't work. So it's my top five sketch shows that would work as an audio clip. Is that what it is? Well, not sketch shows, sketches. Sketches. Oh, so it, so it can be, a, can it be a scene from a sitcom then? No, 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 sketch. Got to be yeah, a sketch. Yeah, so standalone sketch. Yeah, so I'm, I might allow you something, for instance, from the day-to-day. It's not really a sketch show, but it is a series of things, but you can't have something from The Office. Yeah, okay. That's that. I think that's how we'll, how we'll play it. So, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, and, uh, yeah, going through some unbelievably funny moments, and then we're nearly at the series end. And um, I don't know if you've seen Liam, but I've uh, agreed... That we are going to do a, a WWF WWE special once this series is over. Yeah, I've seen. I'm aware of that. Yeah, because you kept sending me that clip about 
Injecting steroids in his balls, brother, or whatever it is. I inject steroids into my balls, brother. Yeah, so uh, we'll be doing that as well. But that's for another day, and thank you for bearing with us. Uh, a little bit late with this episode, mm. me having a bit of COVID and what have you. So, um, but full steam ahead now, I think. Do you know what we should do? We should just start saying it comes out every two weeks, and then we'll always be overachieving instead of trying it a week and never doing it. Every three weeks. Once a year. If uh, anyone wants to get in touch with us, send us anything. Find us on Twitter at livingwithmade1. Or you can send us an email at livingwithmadely at outlook.com. Living with-